Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Well, hello, everybody. It's Wednesday, so that means we we have another Marianne story for today's episode. What you got for us, Marianne? Well, I met a lady, oh, about 35 years ago. I had just uh, dropped my daughter off at the airport. She was going to boot camp, and uh, my younger daughter was with me. And on the way home, we decided to stop for lunch. And we were just driving and we spotted this store with a sort of a strange name. And we sort of looked at each other and it was sort of in the city over from ours. So it wasn't far away, but I'd never seen it before. So we decided to go ahead and stop in and just just for something to do. And we walked in the store. First of all, it had a bunch of smoky smell. Well, I've since learned that was incense. She had incense going all over the store. She had a thing with, um, (laughs) she loved glitter. She had glitter everywhere. I mean, the carpeting, everything. The glitter was just everywhere. And, you know, it was sort of like, and I remember thinking to myself, wow, does she have to vacuum this up every day? What does she do with all this glitter everywhere? And, you know, and and then she came out from behind the counter and this, she looked like a little elf. She wasn't very tall and she wore a, a goofy little hat and she wore like a dress that almost went to the floor. Uh, it, it, she was just somebody that I had like, I don't know. It was just, she was just a little strange lady. And she was so friendly and so nice, but the store had tarot cards in it and stones everywhere and candles everywhere, black candles, red candles, red candles that had a little devil on them. My daughter and I just looked at one another like, what is this? We, we just couldn't imagine what this was. And hey, where are you guys from? How are you? Oh my gosh, you live all the way in Worcester. What are you doing up here? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, just like, you just somebody you just absolutely know. And, you know, now I look back and I think about it, that was probably one of the very first metaphysical shops that were ever in existence. And she was in a very conservative town where this store was, which really surprised me that it was even allowed. But, you know, and, and like I said, I knew there are stores like that now. I mean, they're everywhere now, but not 30, 35 years ago. You couldn't find anything like this, like a glass showcase. And she had stools set around the outside. She Her inside where her office, where her desk was. But And she had all these stools. People, it was like a revolving door. People would come in and sit down at the stools and just sit there for hours and talk. People would come in, people would walk in and say, gee, what are these good for? And she would know, or I'm having trouble with my boyfriend. She'd walk over to where all the oils were. Here, try this, honey. I mean, she just knew all this stuff, things I knew nothing about. Remember, grandma just taught me about earthbound spirits. I didn't know about all this other woo-woo stuff. And 
and I'm thinking, and I remember thinking to myself, my youngest daughter was like 16 at the time. And I'm thinking, should I even have her in here? And it's such a joke now because now 10 and 11 year olds know more than we do. So it, it's, it, it was absolutely, it was absolutely crazy. Now, over the years, we've talked about little folk, the wee folk and everything. I really didn't know anything about that back back then. And so it was one of these days and we were sitting there. I was sitting there. Uh, I had gone up by myself and I was sitting at the stool. I just like to sit there and hear what people would say when they would come in and tell her what the problem is and how she would come up with an answer. She wasn't a psychic. She wasn't a medium. Maybe it was just common sense, if you think about it. And I mean, but, I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Nobody gives that enough credit. And mm. so, you know, I'm sitting there. And I remember I was going up for something in March. And I was debating if I should go or not because the weather was sort of iffy. And, and 60 miles isn't that far. But if it's snowing, yeah, it is. And so went up. And I remember it was March 17th. It was St. Patty's Day. And walked in, and she had people in there as usual. And some of the people I actually had started recognizing. I mean, I've been going in here now for four or five months. Nobody, and I never told anybody what I did. Nobody. I mean, this my family knew about. Well, not even my mother and father, but my grandmother knew about it. So I didn't. I never talked about it. Remember, even Ted didn't know till after we were married for two years what I could do. So, you know, I just sat there and listened and sucked it in, walked in that day, and people had little Irish, you know, four-leaf clovers on them and a green hat, the beads, and, you know, I'm thinking, oh, here we go, you know, little leprechauns running around. And I didn't have anything against leprechauns back then. I mean, it was, the more I learned, the more I didn't like, but back then I didn't know. And... And it, it was so funny. I had been to the store and I had found a plant that was a four-leaf clover plant. And it was really pretty. It was sold like at one of the grocery stores. It even had little white flowers on it. And I thought, oh, this is going to look cute. I'm going to take this to her. So I bought it for her and I took it. Well, I was like the fifth one, the broader one. I guess everybody thought the same thing. It was a great idea. Everybody it was yeah, the... oh, oh, good. I have another one. And she, she was so she was fine with him. So I come around the corner of, of the of the showcase where the stools are, and there was a guy sitting there, a younger guy, maybe about 25, 30. And I heard him say to her, do you really think this is going to work? And I'm thinking, oh, oh, this might be interesting. And so I come around the corner and, oh, my God, there's a shoe box sitting on the counter. And it's held up on a slant with a popsicle stick. And inside on the counter was a shot glass. And it was filled so full that it looked like a bubble on the top. I mean, if you would breathe on it, it was going to leak out. Hmm. And I'm looking at this contraption. And I looked at her and I said, what is this? What are you doing? And she said, it's St. Patty's Day. And I went, uh, yeah. 
she says, I'm going to catch that leprechaun this year. I said, excuse me? I said, what are you talking about? Right. Now, now picture Wiley Coyote with his acne box trying to catch the roadrunner, right? <laughs> stick underneath. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Now, now, maybe I've reached the end of my come to visit status. You know, maybe I've had enough now. Maybe I learned all I'm going to learn. I'm not going to learn anything more because she's trying to catch a leprechaun in a shoebox. And I'm thinking this isn't going to work. So we're sitting there and I said to her, what's in that shot glass? She said, oh, really good Irish whiskey. I went, well, of course, if you're trying to catch a leprechaun. Right. And I, and I was going to be a little snarky and say, maybe we should put some Lucky Charms in there. But I didn't. And so, you know, it, it's like, okay. Now, her husband worked with her there at the store. And so did her her daughter. And they, everybody just thought this was the most normal thing in the world. Now, here was the interesting thing. When I walked in the store this time, I heard that high-pitched noise that I can tell when I talk to somebody on the phone now if they've got we folk in the house. I never knew what that was. I had been in the store before when a customer had walked in and I had heard that noise. And, you know, you look around, is there a clock humming someplace? Did the furnace or the air conditioner kick in? The one person I heard it on, he, I noticed he had um, hearing aids. And oh, yeah. I actually thought maybe they were humming or something. I, you know, I don't know what I thought that was because I only heard it on occasion. And it wasn't enough where I couldn't talk, but it was always back in the back of my head. I could hear it. So the one guy got up. So I sat down on the stool. And all of a sudden, I am not kidding you. There was a lady standing there and she went, look at the whiskey glass. Look at the shot glass. And it was going down. The bubble was gone. Saw nothing. Absolutely nothing. Her husband ran over and pulled the string and the box fell. And she's going, I caught it. I caught it. I got the leprechaun. I got the leprechaun. And she's so excited. And I'm thinking, what are you going to do with it? You got it now. What are you going to do with it? Right. When she left that box, he's out again. Like That's right. And I said, how are you going to get the, how, how are you going to get him out of there? She said, oh, I, I haven't, I've never caught it before. So I have to think about this. And I said, oh my gosh. Now this box is sitting on a glass topped counter. Now I'm really curious. So I get all the way down on my knees on the floor and I'm looking through this glass counter to see if I can see under the box to see what's going on in there. I mean, I'd be doing the same thing. <laughs> right. I, I'm just curious to know all of a sudden the box started moving. It was moving. And I'm, and so her husband said, Oh, he's trying to get out. And I said, do you talk leprechaun as they talk with the brogue? You know, Irish people doesn't mean that maybe leprechauns have their own, you know, their, their own language. Who knows? She said, I don't know. So we're sitting around thinking about this. 
and I'm thinking, oh, I'm not leaving now till I see how she gets this little thing out of there. All of a sudden, that sound in my head start getting louder and louder. And I'm thinking to myself, nobody came in. Nobody had left. And I'm thinking, what in the world? What, what, what's? And I'm looking around sneakily. I mean, I didn't want them to look, know like I'm looking around to see. Because nobody else ever said they heard anything like that. Mm -hmm. And this door had a front half. And then there was like an archway with the back half. And it was... It was not very big. It, the store was not very big at all. And that loud sound started getting louder coming from the back of the store. And it kept getting louder and louder. And all of a sudden, it, I could feel not a temperature change. It was like, no, I don't know. Did you ever get shocked by uh, static electric where you just touch something and you get a little buzz on your finger? Mm -hmm. That's what happened. And all of a sudden, the shoebox went flying off the counter. The whiskey went all over the floor. And the next thing I knew, everything stopped. The noise was gone. Everything was gone. I think now, looking back on it, I think there was another, and it was something bigger, so I'm thinking it was probably a troll, was probably in the store and saved the leprechaun. He came over and knocked him out of the box. And it was it was free. I mean, the thing was free. And I just looked at her and I said, are you going to try again? She goes, oh, no. She says, you only get one shot once, one, every St. Patrick's Day, you only get one shot. And I said, okay. Now, okay, so over the years, we know that I can tell you if you've got something like that in your house or not. If I hadn't have been in that store, I don't know if I would have ever known what that was. It was something that I learned because I was in that store and then I knew, then I looked for it after that. I wasn't always sure that it was just leprechauns. Mm -hmm. and the one house I was in when I saw the little tiny fairies, the noise was there too. So I knew that that sound went across the board with anything. Now here, but see, I always have questions. Here's my question. If they jump in and out of dimensions, why couldn't the leprechaun get out of the box? I was kind of thinking that, especially when <clears throat> now in, in other podcasts and lives, she talked about, you know, being able to see them, right? Like little fairies and everything, like mm -hmm. why that leprechaun was like invisible at that time. Um, how then is he able to communicate through interdimension? Be like, somebody come get me. I can't get this box off or, you know. Right. Um, why couldn't he just dimension out? Right. Uh, and those were all. <laughs> right. And those are all questions that I had. I'm just like, this just doesn't make any sense how this can work. But like I said, the last 30, 35 years, I still don't have a good explanation for it, except that I know they do exist. 
And apparently, now, is it like an earthbound spirit? If they have enough energy, you're going to see them as a shadow or, or a person. Obviously, don't need human energy. So can they just make themselves invisible if they want? See, I don't, I to this day, I still don't know. But yeah, at least, yeah. So many questions, so many questions. And maybe it wasn't, because then, granted, I haven't spent a whole lot of time researching fairies and leprechauns and trolls and the such. But my Im impression always was leprechauns are about, you know, three, four feet high and, you know, bigger. Too big to trap with a shoebox. Right. But see, they're yeah. not always big like that. If you talk to little kids, little mm -hmm. kids will say, well, they were playing on, they were standing on my pencil box. A three foot leprechaun is not going to stand on a kid's pencil box. No, they'd be standing on the desk. That's right? right. That's exactly right. And so maybe they just come in various sizes. Hmm. You know, I will probably always have more questions than answers till the day I die. And and maybe maybe that'll keep me going because I need answers. I don't right. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done learning things yet. I no, don't. I, you can't take me yet. I need to know about that. Right. Uh, yeah. But like I said, I I was I was absolutely shocked. And once she once the store owner knew what I did, the store was protected. The Quincy's were up there. So I knew that there were no earthbound spirits in there. I mean, I had actually, before I had told her what I did, I actually saw people walk in that had spirits attached to them. But again, I, you don't ask me, I don't tell you. And that was the way that went. So I knew that it wasn't that. But like I said, the one good thing, beside the whole cute thing of the, of the trying to catch it and everything, I think the one really good thing that came out of it, though, was definitely that I figured out what, that's what it meant. And as crazy as this sounds, she was also, and that could be another story, but she is also the one that told me the difference between the high-pitched noise of aliens and the sound of little folk, because she actually did know about aliens, too. She did have knowledge. So it was interesting that, don't you wonder sometimes why you meet somebody for the first time? And what made me go in that store that day? Just the cute yeah. name? I, you know, you just wonder sometimes. It's so that's it. That what, with St. <laughs> Patty's Day coming up in a couple of days, I was thinking, you know, you might want to pretend, you know, order your Acme kit. And see if you catch your little leprechaun or not. <laughs> and if you do, let me know what you do with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to get a shoebox and some whiskey, maybe. Um, not that I want any um, meddlesome um, trouble. Right. Uh, you know, not a couple weeks ago, um, the, some of my staff got so irritated with a customer. So if you're ever in and you see candy, like rolled Smarties and stuff like around the store, you know, those were like offerings for the fairies, you know, like if you're in behave yourself, here you go. But, you know, don't be breaking things. Don't be knocking things over. You know? Right. And 
like I was working towards on the backside and right on the other side of the divider was like the statuary of fairies. And she picks up the statue, comes over and she's like, oh, um, this was broken. And I had heard her knock something over and I looked around and she was, oh, no, no, no. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm thinking like that wasn't broken until you touched it. Right. Um, and then she goes over to another area. Um proceeds to knock over more like stone stuff and breaks that. And I'm like, you are paying for that, you know, and then something else. And then come to find out like her kid that was around 10 or 12 was going around and just eating all the candy. And my staff was like, she is literally, I'm like, no. And I'm like, she break. No, she's, she's paying for everything broken. She's getting Scott free from the statue only because I didn't see it happen. We saw all of that. I can't nail her on it, but I'm like going forward, you know, and then she's like, those fairies are going to be so mad at her. And I'm like, and hopefully they take that home with her That's right. and give her the grief, you know, Um, because I'm like, and besides what parent allows the child to go around and just eat random candy in public anyway? Like, you don't know where that's been, how long that's been there, who put it there, you know, and like. You, I, I and it was multiple packages of the Smarties. It's not like it was one and like, oh my God, don't ever do that again. Right. Yeah. See, that's crazy. That that's definitely <laughs> crazy. I, I don't know. I, I children are raised so different nowadays. I I, I don't know how. I, I don't understand. I and it's okay. You know, like I said, I want to try to understand that nobody else can understand before I try to figure out how they're raising their kids nowadays. So. Yeah. <laughs> Like that, I was just more, I was, you know, aggravated about the breaking, but as a parent, I was like, somebody like 30 minutes before you could have just been laying stuff. Right. Or maybe it came, ugh, no. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you're, you're potentially letting your kid be sick. That's right. That's right. What's wrong with you? Well, this is a fun little story. I think I'm going to try and catch me a leprechaun. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like I said, I just thought about it and then bell rang when I dawned on me that you know, the 17th was coming up. I thought, oh, Acme, the shoebox, this will be good. People can try to get the leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll have to get the shoebox. I'll have to like cover it with paper, write Acme on it and yeah. a, a storage tote and just make it more of a gag. Then. <laughs> right. But I mean, it was so funny because, you know, the, and that was pretty cool that he thought to use a popsicle stick to hold that thing up. And I'm thinking to myself, when I saw that whole thing with the string attached to the popsicle stick, I'm thinking, no, this can't be happening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it was. (laughs) Super genius. (laughs) Well, it's fine. Well, you know what, everybody? You'll have to join us live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on on YouTube, Marianne Winkowski's channel, which is literally just her name, or Goddess Elite. And let us know if you tried to catch a leprechaun and if you succeeded. And and if you did, how did you get out of the box without making you mad? (laughs) And did you get your pot of gold? Right. That's right. You know, um, our episodes for the podcast here release every Wednesday morning, bright and early at dark 30 o'clock in the morning so you have us to listen to and you're getting ready for work or school or on your drive um, or if you're in the gym 
join us on our lives and discuss the podcast episodes, meet new like-minded people from all over the world and ask questions, have fun. We, we have a lot of fun on Wednesday mornings. Uh, so not only on YouTube, also Twitch, uh, sometimes Instagram when I have enough cameras and uh, we're pretty much everywhere. So come join us live. But thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye.